0: Hey, I'm Matthew.
1: And I'm Colleen.
0: And we have four kids and they're supposed to be in bed sleeping by now.
1: We are exhausted, so we thought, why not do a podcast where people can listen to our end of the day conversations with each other.
0: You'll laugh, you'll cry, maybe you'll learn something. No, who are we kidding? We're just a couple of exhausted, mostly crazy, very happily married Christians. Are you ready, Colleen?
1: I was born ready. Middle name is ready.
0: Well, my middle name is Chimichanga. I must be hungry.
1: <laughs> Are we recording? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so usually you say, okay, uh, say I something. Usually say, I know. I I'm sorry. Trying to let you I'm talk just first. like, <laughs> hello, everybody. Sorry yeah. for the silence. I was not clear that I was to speak.
0: Is it crazy first. to you that anybody believes the government has our best interests? When oh, it comes yeah. to this COVID thing anymore, I I can totally barely, baffled. I, I don't believe doctors mm-hmm. or nurses, and unless they're unless they unless they don't spout the party narrative anymore,
1: it really is shocking.
0: It's shocking. There's to me no that anybody can anymore. can believe it. I know. It was a university that came out today. I should have the story, but I don't. But they had 900 students test positive. Okay. uh, All of which were vaccinated. Sure. And this is happening all the time. And people all around us are dying from the vaccine, heart attacks, deaths. And yet there are people that still are falling for it. I don't know. And I'm still having to knock sense into the people at my job on why I'm Mm -hmm. not going to test. Yeah. Why I am... Uh, trying to tell them, don't you see the Marxist and communist tactics they're using when you have to test to prove, uh, that you, that, that what they are saying essentially is you are sick until proven healthy. Instead, of, you know, it's the same mm-hmm. thing as guilty until proven innocent. This is un American, it is anti freedom. Yeah. So I that's kinda. my, uh, initial rant you're welcome
1: well i was talking to somebody i haven't ranted oh you need to rant i haven't i haven't
0: done i have been trying to not Uh rant like this on our podcast because generally we're a uh you know we're we're a positive couple you know and i but but there has to be sometimes when you when you just point out the obvious to people and just say look get your research in Mm -hmm. You know, join Gab. Follow us. Follow the people that we follow, and eyes will be opened. Oh When you have free speech, that's what happens. Mm-hmm. Because you you have a narrative that the media and your government is following and demanding that the media follow, and you're not going to hear it anywhere else. Sorry to interrupt you, like no, a no, that's fine. Saying? I didn't.
1: Re- I think I interrupted your rant. I'm so sorry. I we have something else to. To I forgive about. you. It's fine.
0: I have a Keep shout going. out. Shout I have a, a Gab shout out, gab.com. Uh, Life Culture Clothing at Culture of Life. Their, uh, their introduction statement says, hi, I have used Gab for the last year on my personal account, but I decided to make a new account for my small shop through Etsy. I design and sell trending pro-life clothing cool. and a few other niches can be found in my shop. I'm hoping to help the parallel economy and grow my business. So, check them out. We will we will put their their link to their profile yeah. on Tired Christian Parents on gab.com and we hope that you check them out and support support these folks Very because cool. we like Christianity and we like it when babies are treated like humans oh, yeah. from conception. Yeah. Who <laughs> was a conception that I really liked in baseball. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's why it made me laugh. I was thinking about baseball. We, we as a baseball family, you know, yeah. we, we, we used to just absolutely love baseball until all sports went woke. And you know what happens when you go woke. Yeah. Trump said it. I won't say it on the podcast. No, that's not
1: nice. <laughs> <laughs> we don't use that kind of language, but it is true. Yeah. Yeah. It,
0: it is true. So I came home just now, and my eleven year old ran up. Eleven year old boy ran up to the car, and said, "Dad, do you notice what I did with the flags?" Yeah,
1: he's so clever.
0: And I said, uh, "No, I hadn't yet because I just got home. Literally and I was driving mm-hmm. up, and I was actually on the phone with our my tire store trying sure. to figure out something about tires." And. I looked up and he has um, turned the flags upside down as a sign that our nation is in distress. And I said, "Awesome job!" Mm-hmm. And so, when people ask about that, then you can look at the history of the upside down flag and mm-hmm. what that means. It means that you that the nation is, or that your homestead mm-hmm. or that your uh, fortress is in distress, and that you need you need help. Mm-hmm. And our nation needs help. And so what we are going to tell people is that our nation is in distress because we stopped following God. Mm. We stopped putting our, our lives, we stopped demanding that that everything we do be Christ first instead of just America first. And that's going to be what we tell people. I love it. What do you think?
1: I know. I was so proud of him. We've been trying to figure out how to do that since we bought the flags. Yeah uh or replaced because we had to replace some that gotten tattered Mm -hmm. we don't have tattered flags flying or anything but try
0: and retire those appropriately
1: and we were trying to figure out because you buy them and they're obviously right side up and we wanted to switch that but how do you really go about that instead of unthreading it and then turning it and that's the extent of the thought that we had put into that it wasn't like we had been sitting sitting there you know really puzzling about it but we hadn't gotten around to it so i was so proud of him that he had taken the initiative.
0: It looks like he figured it out. He did. So.
1: Problem solver.
0: You ready for a couple of stories about yeah. us?
1: Yeah, All I right. guess. Get to know us better. <laughs> is it my turn first? Yeah, you have to go first because I'm a little foggy at the moment.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so mine is going to involve... A, a tip on texting your wife, and it okay. involves a story <laughs> that Uh-oh. that I had thought of that I thought was really kind of kind of made me giggle the other day. I okay. thought, you know what, that's going to be my get to know us better. Okay. So when I was getting out of the army, uh, I was assigned to a unit to a company that I had not been a part of my whole time. They did not know me, um, and as a pilot, when you Are in a flight, so you have to be in a flight company. So Mm -hmm. I was a pilot, Apache pilot, and I had to be in a flight company, which is kind of weird because as I was out processing, and the army isn't just like a normal job. When you have been, when you when Mm -hmm. you are being released, when or when you have said I'm, you know, I'm getting out, Mm -hmm. and you fill out the appropriate paperwork, you have to turn. It takes you months to turn in all your your gear and go, you have to go through these training classes. Mm -hmm. At least you did when I was in on how to be a civilian, Mm -hmm. you know, they have to give you these training courses that take a few weeks. They have to make sure that, you know, you don't have any outstanding Accounts with them or whatever that, especially with your processing your gear, out processing with your gear, which they give you a million different pieces, and you hopefully you kept them yeah. all together. And if you don't, you have to go search around thrift stores and buy old stuff Yo, just to turn oh it goodness. in, and it's crazy. So anyhow, you got to go through this whole rigmarole role while you wait on your DD two fifty, which is your 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 piece of paper that mm-hmm. says you are no longer assigned anywhere in the in the military, right. and You have, you know, you're, you're, Mm -hmm. you're free from this, from this obligation. And so while we were waiting on that, I was in this flight company and they had just come back from a deployment. Mm -hmm. And so they show up and I, being a new guy, get thrown into their flight company Mm -hmm. and they're a tight knit group of folks. And so they automatically didn't like me because I couldn't be placed on the flight schedule Oh, yeah. And I was taking up a, I was taking a up a, slot. a spot, yeah. a, a, a pilot slot. And so I had suggested right from the get go that they put me in another, some, some kind of another unit during these last couple of months. Anyways, the, so I'm also, I have been in a company, I have been a part of, of units of hardcore where were you know, hardcore Apache pilot units, but they didn't know that and. I come in and this brand new Butter Bar LT girl, mm-hmm. she did not like me at all. And she mistreated me every which way mm-hmm. she could. And it so I tried to deal with it for a little while. Mm-hmm. I tried to be patient with her, but she was a, just a terror yeah. to me. And so um, she would put me on these really awful details, uh, very disrespectful details. But one of those was that one of the guys in the company, one of the pilots in the company, went drinking one night with his buddies. (laughs) And then as he leaves the bar, he gets into a fight and the other guy wins. But when he got smashed in the face with the other guy's fist, he smashed his head on the curb. Mm -hmm. So so he had brain damage from Mm -hmm. this fight and they assigned me another pilot to basically be his like to to be there
1: yep. all the time like with him his caregiver his caregiver yeah.
0: because he was messy he was always dizzy he could barely remember his mm-hmm. name anymore and he
1: would forget very quickly very quickly you,
0: yeah. he was he was a he was a nice guy but he couldn't he didn't he would forget who i was or why i was in the house i would have to drive him in my own vehicle to his his Medical appointments. Mm-hmm. We had to, I remember we had to drive him to uh, an MRI, which he did not do well in because he couldn't really remember who he was. So, when, if you've ever done an MRI, there it's, it's very claustrophobic mm-hmm. and it's, uh, it's hard to stay still. But if you, and if, but if you move, they got to, they have to start over. Mm-hmm. Anyways, he didn't last. And so the doctors were telling me mm-hmm. stuff about he you need to calm him down as if I was a relative or right. had anything to do with his medical
1: person who I didn't even knew, know the guy.
0: Yeah. yeah. And another time I had to take him to the TBI TBI clinic, the tra- traumatic brain injury clinic on, you know, the military post because a lot of soldiers come back with traumatic brain injuries mm-hmm. from explosions and his happened to be from a bar fight. But I had to sit there in the room which was so weird because the, the, I think it was a major, she she, major a doctor. She had said, I don't think he's going to remember what I tell him. I need you in here. Mm. And and it's, you know, as long as he's okay with that, Mm -hmm. you're allowed to hear his private medical information. So, and of course I, I said, are you okay with that? And he said he was. And so I sat in there and it was just an uncomfortable period of time. Well, anyways, I, as far as I remember this, Mm -hmm. it was over a, a two or three week, span of time mm-hmm. where I was literally his his nurse yeah kind of helper person and I remember one night I was very tired and I was leaving his home and I think that that another soldier was coming in to to take overnight duty or something mm-hmm. and stay stay at, at his house with mm-hmm. him and I got into my car and I decided to text you uh-huh. and say you know hey honey, You know, I'm headed home, and then the the last half of the text was something that only a husband should text (laughs) to his wife. Okay, it it wasn't particularly R-rated as much as it was, and it was right between (laughs) PG thirteen and R. Okay, it was it was the marital bond only text. Okay, you know, so. I, I, I send this te- so I I you know I'm kind of in a I'm happy to be coming home to you yeah. I'm I'm being humorous like I am now, like you know how I yeah. am with a text <laughs> I hit send with this completely should only be sent to your wife oh, no. kind of text what did you do and I look and I had sent it. To the female lieutenant. Oh, no. To the female (laughs) lieutenant who hated me. Who had assigned me to this very detail. Sure. At like 6.30 at night or 7 o'clock at night, I am sending (laughs) a really risque (laughs) text to the lieutenant who hates my guts. (laughs) And we had- so <laughs> I immediately panic because my first thought is she hates me so much she's going to find a way to yeah, use no. this to to yeah. find a way to court martial me or something who knows? you know and I was like I'm so close to the end and yet I'm I've sent this text so I immediately respond oh
1: no
0: I I mean as soon as I sent it yeah. I saw who I sent it to because uh-huh. I had been t- I had to you know give her reports or whatever uh, sure. so so she was. The next, it just the, happens the text. sometimes.
1: Yeah, sure. <laughs> yes.
0: So I immediately texted her back and said, "Ma'am, I'm so sorry. Obviously, that was meant to be sent to my wife, <laughs> ha ha, right. or something like that."
1: Obviously, yes.
0: So she she was she did respond mm-hmm. that night, something like "no worries" or something. Well, right. the next morning, I show up at at at, at the unit, uh-huh. and I went straight to her office, and we had not. We were not friendly to each other. Right. She was a, she was an, a, a really unpleasant, really unpleasant person, especially for somebody who's like, I'd been in the army right. longer than her, mm-hmm. much longer. I had done more than her. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I was more grizzled than her. Sure. And she treated me as if I was the lowest of the low, right. the private, you know? And so we were not cool. Uh-huh. But I walk into, I walk into the unit that morning after I sent the inappropriate text and went straight to her office. And uh-huh. I said, and I just walked in and I said, ma'am. And then I kind of broke into laughter. And I was like, ma'am, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> and I just laughed yeah. like this. And for the first time <laughs> that we had met each other, she <laughs> laughed back and I saw her kind of like it. it and that, and that incident really <laughs> broke the ice for us. And I was only in the Army for like another two weeks after Mm -hmm. that. But for those last two weeks, it was less unpleasant Mm -hmm. than it had been because I sent her this, we'll call it (laughs) PG-15 text. So my get-to-know-us-better tip is always check... Who you are sending your text to. Double
1: check. Triple check. When
0: you decide to send PG-13 messages to your wife.
1: To your wife. (laughs) So that's my story.
0: And what is yours, my dear?
1: Oh, my goodness. I just got lost in your story. Hold on. (laughs) Uh, What was mine? I'm so, like, I don't remember that story from... Long ago. You're welcome. Y- yes.
0: You're, I knew you, you would enjoy re that one. That was, that was one that stuck with me. Uh,
1: okay. I have a, if you ever feel like you are starting to get sick recipe. How's that? Okay. Oh, okay. yeah.
0: Those are good ones.
1: All right. So the very first thing you do is you get fresh ginger. It's very important. You get fresh ginger root. Mm-hmm. And you can buy it... Um, Usually at any grocery store, I've seen it rarely um, lately, uh, and so if you have like a Asian food market, they always have it and it's always amazing. That would be your first uh, place to go. Um, but you get uh, fresh ginger root, organic lemons, and if you can, local honey. That is the ideal. Now, if you can't find local honey or you can't find organic lemons or you can't find ginger Mm -hmm. root, uh, you can supplement or exchange, I guess, with – they have ginger paste now. There are, like, over by the kombucha, that kind of specialty drinks, you can get um, what they call an immunity shot. They're, like, a little one-ounce or two-ounce bottle, and it'll just be ginger. Um, And so I've – I've um, swapped it out with those two things a couple of times just out of desperation. And then, of course, if you can't find fresh lemons, you can use uh, bottled lemon juice. Just make sure that you check the back to see how much lemon juice. I think it's like a tablespoon of lemon juice is equal to half of a lemon. But don't quote me on that one. I can't remember all okay. of a sudden. Um, okay. So then you get a small stock pot, like your four quart or your four cup, not quart, a stock pot that you would warm up soup and you would put your about a inch, two inches of ginger. I peel a little bit of the skin off and then plop it into the pan, fill it up with water and put a lid on it. And I just keep it on my stove. So I basically have ginger water um, always ready on the stove. And what you're going to do is you're going to heat it up to a boil, let it let it simmer, and then you'd pour it into a teacup with um half of a lemon and a heaping spoon of honey, like a tablespoon or something, and you just stir that up and you drink it.
0: Mm. That's awesome, yeah, yeah, that's been a good one for us, yeah, yeah. and didn't, then I made not I introduced, yes, you, you it? did,
1: yeah. I was about to say, so <laughs> that was actually Matthew's cure, I guess I could, oh well that brings I, it's me to,
0: not original to me either we well, that's what we did in Fiji, Fiji is very very well known for using its ginger as a as a medicinal,
1: it's so good, uh, root, and the kids drink it, not we really love it, yeah, it's not yeah, It's but delicious when I came to visit you when we were. Dating, my sister was going somewhere, and you were staying at your grandmother's, and it was like halfway between where she was going and where I used to live. And so uh, I wanted to come and see you, and so she dropped me off at your grandmother's house, and she kept going, and then she was going to come back. Well, within those couple of days, I don't know what it was, maybe traveling or something, and I got really, really sick, super high fever, and... You know, I had never met your grandparents or anything, and they took really good care of me, and I was really out of it. And you made me the tea for the very first time there.
0: Yeah. That's a good tip. It was really good. Well, are you ready to pray and move on?
1: I would, Yes, but I would like to add also that in my chicken noodle soup, I add in minced ginger and fresh garlic and a little bit of lemon zest for the same reason when you're sick. That's awesome. That would be my
0: neither do awesome alright yeah. let's pray okay. God thank you so much for this time together where we get to talk to each other and uh, we're making a podcast but we're using this as an excuse to have the time to mm-hmm. really just sit down and talk to each other and this has been such a blessing we hope that those who are listening uh, find find um, entertainment and, and encouragement uh, and, and find it as a blessing as, as 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 we do we want to ask you to con- continue to guide us Daily, and to remind us to come to you to pray to you because we need, we need to be reminded that you are in control. In Jesus' name, Amen. Hey, thanks for listening to the Tired Christian Parents Podcast. You can follow us on Gab at Tired Christian Parents or you can email us at Tired Christian Parents at ProtonMail.com. We'll see you next time.